enemy comes in like a flood, the Spirit of God lift up a standard. That's what happened. See, your defense is the Holy Ghost. And you remember what uh, you precious Bible student, because I tell you, you are some of the finest people to preach to. I look out there and I see these young people. And I'm encouraged. I want to study more. I want to preach more. And uh, it's, it's awesome to see what God is doing. And John says, here's what John says. I was in the spirit. That's the start. You've got to be in the spirit. I was in the spirit. That's the Holy Ghost. That, that was the seven spirits of God that was all over him. He was in it, and that's how he operated. And the Lord's day, then he heard, what? A voice behind him, behind him, behind me, a great voice. <laughs> I'd like to hear that voice continually, don't you? And I was hearing that voice tonight. These young people got up there. I mean, Marina was in a glory world. Tatiana, you're always in a glory world, all of you. And I was so, every one of you that got up here tonight was in a different realm because God is lifting up this church. God is doing something precious. It's God that works in you. You can't stop it. If it's a man, then you can stop it. But if it's God doing it, nobody can stop it. You've got to understand that. And in the spirit, I was in the spirit. They took this man, John, they took this man, John, and put him on uh, the Isles of Patmos. Is it Patmos? Deserted. That's where they put political prisoners. They abandoned them there. And what did John do? What happened when you're persecuted and you're suffering? Don't complain. Just get in the spirit. And he was in the spirit on the Lord's day. And he heard behind him a great voice as a trumpet. And, and in chapter 4, I think the same trumpet was speaking. Right? It's the same trumpet over in chapter 4, verse, verse 1 says, And after this I looked, and behold, a door was open in heaven. And the first voice which I heard was, as it were, of a trumpet. There it is. Talking. Somebody help me. With me. That's a talking trumpet. What was it saying? A trumpet talking with me. A trumpet giving me a message. Which said, come up either. And verse 2. The trumpet was talking. Was it verse 1? And I will show thee things which must be hereafter. Shortened. That means and the church is over. And now a new move of God which is the kingdom. And look at this. Immediately. What? Do you see how quick God work when he move? You say, well, God's not doing something. And then suddenly. Suddenly. Oh, we want a revival. You can't. Bring a revival. Nobody can. 
Somebody say, oh yes, you can. No, you cannot. That's a mistake. That would be man. Okay? Because revival means this spirit's in charge. It's not you in charge. You see, you don't plan, well, let's have a revival. Let's start a revival. You cannot. That was the mistake of the church. And even some of the ministers 50 years ago think that they could do it. Where are they? Where are they now? I don't call it names, but I know about them. Okay? Because you cannot. It will fade out. It's all about God. It's all. God knows what he's doing. And John was in the spirit and the Lord's day. Immediately. You see how quick God worked with that? Hmm? Immediately. How, how quick will you be caught up? In a moment. How quick will that change come in your life? In a moment. In the twinkling of an eye. How soon or quickly will you be changed like you're reading it in 1 Corinthians 15. From mortal to immortality. You get a new nature. Immediately. See. He was in that spirit. And immediately verse I was in the spirit, and behold, a throne was set in heaven, and one sat on it. I wonder who that was. One sat on the throne, like Obadiah said, this is a throne of judgment, not grace. Right now we are in the period of the throne of grace where God forgive us of our sins. It's uh, Hebrews 4.16, the throne, come boldly. That means come back to God. That means come boldly. Don't let the devil tell you you're a sinner. You never uh, will never receive forgiveness. No. Push the devil aside and come boldly to the throne of grace. And God will forgive you. Because we are right now in that dispensation where God will forgive you of any sins. All your sins. But you have to come boldly. The devil will try to stop you and tell you that you'll never make it. And, but after the throne of grace is over, we'll have the throne of judgment. Okay? But I want to get back here because I want to show you something else. Uh, uh, he saw one sat, a throne was set in heaven, and one sat on the throne, verse 2. And he that, not, notice, they begin to describe it because there's no way you can describe God. So I say, I saw God. All right, tell us what you saw. You know, people going to heaven. And I saw, and I saw God with beard. And they didn't see a thing. Trust me. That, they didn't see a thing. Oh, I was up there, and I saw God up there. And I, that, that's one bologna sandwich extra. They didn't see a thing. Trust me, they didn't see a thing. Because you go back to the Bible and see. You know, a lot of people get excited, and they carry it away. Dreams and vision, and I see this. And I had a dream last night. Read the Bible, please. The only way you're not going to be deceived is to stay in the scriptures. The scripture is the only guideline. Otherwise, people get up there and Yaka Meshika, Yaka Messiah, see you somewhere in the sky. And you believe that. Come on. And they don't even read the Bible. They don't know the word of God. But they're giving you words. And they come and lay their hands on you and all of that stuff. And you, oh, nothing. Get up and sit down. 
ain't got nothing. You've got to read this Bible. God is an intelligent, sober being. And majesty, when you come in the presence of God, respectful. Huh? See, but because we don't know, the church doesn't know the order. Have you go up to the, the president? Eh? And you go up to the president to the White House, he invites you up there. And you go in the White House and you go to, hey, Mr. President, Mr. President, Mr. President, go up, Mr. President. No, stand up and sh- shake the hand of him if he extends or whatever. Intelligent. But then the church. And he said, oh, he's back. No, I'm not. But because we don't understand who God really is. And, okay, shake. It, it, it's because God's shaking something out of you. But when it's over, you're going to stand intelligent and respectful. The, the order, it's here in the Bible. Boy, the church has gone a long ways off, haven't you? But here it, it goes on, verse. And he that uh, sat was to look upon like a jasper. All right, what I'm saying? Look at what I'm saying. Like a jasper. To look upon him like a jasper stone. And a sardine stone. Can you imagine now? When John saw him, John didn't describe his facial or whatever he was. He said, ah. Then you've got to find out what a jasper stone is like. Okay? And what a sardine stone. See? They, they describe him. Look at it. An artist. Jasper. Sardine. Rainbow. What, what, what are you seeing? And out of the, the throne came lightnings and thunderings and voices and noises. You, you, you would be on your face. We, we've got a warped picture of God. He's a old man upstairs, you know, sitting up there. He's the creator of the universe. And all things was made by him. And he holds the world up by the word of his power. Can you imagine we're, we're actually floating in space? And yet, you can't leave this earth. Gravity. If you don't believe, jump up there and see where you go. You come right back down. That's how awesome God is. That's how intelligent God is. And because the church has lost it. You come to church, what do you have? Ignorance. For, you know, for worshiping God many times. Because people don't get back to the Bible. We don't study the word of God. And we want to lead. We want to teach. I'm a teacher. I'm a pastor. No, you're not. God has to call us to the ministry. If you're not called, you're not. And let me go on here because I want to get to something else. And it says that Edith Solomon was to look upon like a jasper and a sardine stone. See, the, the jasper stone belonged to Reuben. That was his, you know, each of these tribes, these stones were for a tribe. So the first one, Jasper. Who was the firstborn? Reuben. The firstborn of Jacob's son. And who was the last one? Benjamin. So the sardine stone was Benjamin. You can look, look it up in the 12 tribes. So Jasper 
is Reuben the firstborn. And the sardine, Benjamin, the lastborn. Now, who is the first? And who is the last? Who is the Alpha and the Omega? That's Jesus Christ, the first and the last. So, here he comes representing that he's the first. The firstborn of every creature. And he was to be looked upon as a jasper and a sardine stone. And there was a rainbow round about him or the throne in sight like unto an emerald. See? And what would you do when you see this? Tell me, describe what you saw. Tell me what God looked like. You haven't seen. And the elders that's in his presence and the four living creatures, they're not four beasts. They're four living creatures. What did they see? Can you imagine now? You have a job, Locker. Say you have a job, and your job for the rest of your life is to just say, Holy, holy, holy. No break. Once you get the job, no stopping. Holy, holy, holy. Lord God Almighty, which was and is and is to come. And most people, after the first or second, they get tired and they forget. But not these creatures. Not these creatures. Happy in a... In verse, let me go up to verse 8. says, And the four beasts had each of them six wings. What kind of, what kind of being? What is heaven like? Six wings. About him. And they were, notice, they were full of eyes. I mean, lighted up within, inside. That means intelligent. What, what would you, how would you approach these beings? Eh? That's only God has more intelligent than them. And you haven't yet learned where God is bringing the church to. You know, we go to church and we hear some little story. God is going to bring the church up to such a level. That all you can do in his presence is fall on your face and say, holy. When you see God, or rather have an experience with God, a deep experience with God, you don't have a lot of words. Hot tears will come down your face. And you will have less words. He says, holy. Look at that. Holy. Holy. Lord God Almighty, which was and is and is to come. And notice, and when these creatures give glory and honor and thanks to him that sat on the throne, notice, who liveth forever and ever, what happened? 
Then there are four and twenty elders. More than that day, but this, that was the order. Twenty-four orders. The four and twenty elders fall down before him. That sat on the throne and worshipped That liveth forever and ever. You, you try that in your home and your face and begin to cry out in sincerity. And begin to spill it out. When you come in contact with the real true experience of God. You don't even remember yourself. You don't remember yourself. It's when you don't have an experience with God. You remember you, me, I. And worship him that liveth forever and ever. And cast their crowns. You know, everything you accomplish, your pride, your achievement, you give it to the Lord. You don't try to be nothing but what God wants you to be. Those elders didn't, when they received their crown, they didn't go around showing it off. They gave it back to Jesus. They cast it. When you've got a gift, God is the first one that you'll give it back to. You don't keep the gift for yourself. You don't use it to promote yourself. You don't talk about yourself. You don't think you're great. See, but you respect the order of God. You respect the very presence of Almighty God. And you don't let devils use you. See, so here it says, four and twenty elders fall down before him that sat on the throne and worship him that liveth forever and ever. Hallelujah. He's alive. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. They lift their hands up, right? And praise him. That liveth forever and ever and cast their crowns before the throne. Look at that. Saying. Here's what they say. Here's what they say. Thou art worthy. Thou art worthy. Look at it. Look at it. Any trait. O Lord, to receive glory, honor, and power. Is he? Is he worthy? For thou hast created all things. And for thy pleasure. See? You were created for God's pleasure, not for yourself. But some of us think we are created for ourselves. You're not. And if I don't give God pleasure, He's not going to use me. See, we're created for thy good pleasures. They were and are created. That's powerful, isn't it? Now, there are rewards. Remember, Revelation 1 tells us that blessed is he that read it. And they that hear the words of this prophecy and keep those things which are written therein for the time is at hand. Okay? There's a blessing. There's a special blessing <coughs> for reading and studying and understanding revelations. Most, most churches don't know that. Most people don't know that. <coughs> See, the... Um, thank you. There's a special reward. And over in the last chapter, 
of this, I mean, the last chapter of this book, I think it is, there's also a curse. <clears throat> so there's a reward, blessing, and there's also a curse. If you had to it, or take away from it, the curse. You've got to leave it just like it is. Just like how Jesus knows it. Now, there are rewards. Remember, there's a special reward for those that read and understand the book of Revelation. Wouldn't you like to know some of these rewards? <clears throat> and for a little while, I just want to focus here a little bit. There are special rewards. I'm trying to find so I can touch it a little bit. A special reward that the Lord has for us. And I think there is either seven or eight rewards that God has for us. So you go to the second chapter of uh, the book of Revelations. And that's dealing with the angel of the church in Ephesus. But notice after Jesus tell them everything and the corrections that he made, you go down and see where he said, to him that overcometh. To him that overcometh, what, what is he going to do? Will I give to eat of the tree of life? Now, you know the tree of life that was in the midst of the paradise of God. What happened? The Lord guarded it. And man does not have access to it as yet. But the overcomer. Look at the promise that. You know Jesus saying that. What they couldn't have in the garden. You can have it. As an overcomer. It's reserved for the overcomer. To him. Let's read it. To him that overcometh. Will I. Give. To eat. Of the tree of life. Which is in the midst of the part of God. Do you know when you eat the tree of life. That's eternal life. The Lord says let's put them out of the garden. Because if they eat it. They live forever. And God says if you do it. You're going to have access. To the tree of life. How would you like to have access to the tree of life? That's why you work for God. And. Let's go on to the next one. says, Samarnia. Go down to verse 11. Alright. But, but you got to go up to verse 10. Fear, fear none of those things. Because they are going to be in prison. Which thou shalt suffer. Behold the devil shall cast some of you. Into prison. That he may be tried. And he shall have tribulation ten days. Be thou. Notice. Be thou faithful. Unto death. Be what? Be thou faithful unto death. Don't quit. Don't give up. Don't stop serving God. Don't stop testifying. Don't stop preaching. Be faithful unto death. Amen. If it costs you your life. You'll preach the word. Don't stop. Somebody say. Oh we stopped that preacher. He must be a clown. You can't stop him. 
You can't stop him because he's not preaching by your motives or your action. He preached by the Holy Ghost. How are you going to stop the Holy Ghost? Tell me how. My Lord. Come on. He ought to shout. It says right there, be faithful unto death. And what is he going to give you? A crown of life. A crown of life, and this crown of life faded not away. Paul spoke about the crown of life, didn't he? Verse 11. He that had an hear, let him hear what the Spirit said unto the churches. He that overcometh, look at this. He that overcometh shall not be urged of the second death. That means there's a first death and there's a second death. It's appointed unto man once to die. That's first death. And you raise. And you die no more. Because second death has no power. But if second death has power over you. You raise and then you die again. Eternally you're gone. That is second death. To die twice. Remember that phrase that we use. To be born. Help me. You're born once. You die twice. You're born twice. You die once. That means you're born again. First you're born from your mother. Then you're born again. Right? Through the spirit birth. And there's only one death. And then you live forever. And he said that you overcome. You'll never be hurt of the second death. Second death has no more power over you. That's why you can rejoice. Because the Bible said, fear not the man who can destroy just your body. But afterward, that's all he can do. But rather fear him who can destroy both body and soul in hell. That's who to fear is God. You don't fear man. You can't do nothing. Hmm? You just fear God. And God sent you and you preach the word of God. And you see people begin to rejoice and praise God. Preach the word of God more. And break the powers of the devil. Hallelujah. Break the powers of sin. Because we've got sin in our life. That need to be broken. We go to church all our lives. And we've never been delivered. But we want a ministry that can break that shackle. That chain. And set you free. Rebound. You need to be loose. Be set free. The devil binds you. And you think you're free. You're not free. You're tormented. The devil's got you upside down. It's time to serve God. And get rid of those secret sins. Torment. A devil will torment you. You go in the presence of God. You you are crazy. You can't stop winding and carry on. Demonic force. When you to praise God and love God. The devil take control of your minds. And you wonder what's going on. I know it's the preacher, not the preacher. It's the devil in you. Oh, nobody ever tell you that? I don't have. Yes, you do. Oh, yes, you do. You're tormented. You don't know what to do with yourself. You're tormented. But Christ came to set the captives free. Christ came to give you deliverance. 
It's time to break the shackles of the devil. And whom the son of God has set free. He's free. You can't stop God. Nobody can stop God. 2,000 years ago they tried. But the word of God still. Stands. Second death will never have power. Then Pergamos. Verse 17. He that had an hear, let him hear. Let him hear what the Spirit said unto the churches. To him that overcometh. Look at that. Will I give to eat of the hidden manna? A lot of people have never found the hidden manna. That's the word of God. It's hidden. It's bread, Tatiana, like you were saying. It's food. And God says you overcome the devil. Overcome uh, a sin, the world. God said, I'm going to give you something that's hidden. And when everybody's starving spiritually, you've got the word. Because the Bible said that there's coming a time of famine. Not for bread, nor water, but for hearing the word of God. And the Lord said, I'll give you hidden manna. Jesus. What is manna? It's food. Food from the word of God. That's why you can rejoice and they wonder, what are you rejoicing about? I think the church is dead and I think they find fault while you're praising God. Huh? They can't even praise God, but you know how to serve the Lord. Nobody can stop God. Not even COVID-19, all of that stuff. Close the church down, but it's open again, isn't it? Mind cannot prevail. Where can you go from his presence? Anywhere you go, he's there. He's God. I'd rather serve God than have anything in the world. Look at the rewards. God said, I'm going to give him the hidden manner. And give him, hold on, hold on. And give him a white stone. What is a white stone? You're smart. You're smart. Tell me what's the white stone is. Go ahead and tell me. You're so smart. You know it. You can't. Do you know a lot of us, we come in this world and before we die, we are so messed up? Huh? If, if they were to play your life, you'd run away from yourself. That's how messed up we are. It's black. Right? It's dirty. And everything is written. It is so black. Our lives that you can't see nothing. How messed up you are. But the Lord said if you overcome. I'm going to take that black dark life. That messed up life. That sinful life. That's written. In darkness and sin. Evil. Wickedness. And I'm going to wash it. And scrub it. Until it become whiter than snow. I'll give him a white stone means endurance. A life that is forever. A life that continues as long as God continues. A stone. I'll give him a white stone. That means I'll wash him until he become whiter than snow. And in the stone, look at that, that new life, that new you, what? A new name. 
written. You see, the writing, the stones. You see, they used to write in stones before. And everything that's written against you, every blackness, every darkness, wherever you come from, God says, I'm going to erase it until it becomes white. A new you, a new creature, where you can walk and they say, Ooh, is that, who's that, is that? But you're free. God has set you free. And whom the Son of God has set free, he's free indeed. You might have been a murderer, a drunkard, I don't care what you were. God give you a white stone with a new name in it. You don't do the things you used to do. You're a new creature, new creation. You ought to shout. You ought to shout. So tonight you can get that black stuff, all of that gooey uh, stuff, that jealousy, malice, all that stuff that you can. Get it out of your life. You can get it out of your life. That's what the word of God is for. He'll give you a white stone. I'd like to have a white stone standing before me because I've been so not naturally black, but black because of sin. And the Ethiopian cannot change his skin, right? So you can't make yourself white. You try, but it's only the blood. Wash you and make you clean. Remember that? Isaiah 1. Huh? That's what the Lord is saying, that you're black and dirty, but I'll make you as white as snow. You've got to come to me. Amen. And what, 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 what else here? It says, a white stone and a new name. Which no man know it. You know what? No man know it means that nobody knows the trouble I bear. Nobody knows. I look at you, but nobody knows. It's going to give you that nobody knows. Is that you? Is that you, Marina? No, it can't be. When Jesus is finished with you. Even the world won't recognize you. Because you're a new creature. That drunkard. That dope addict. Whatever you were. Is gone. It's erased. Hallelujah. Things that you used to do. You don't do them anymore. Because whom the son of God has set free indeed. Help me brother. Is what? Is free indeed. Are you with me? God, brother. Praise the Lord. Are you free? He said, I'll give you a white stone. You, can you imagine all your life you've been carrying around that black stone? Everybody knows you. Is that the guy? Is that the drunkard? Is that the pimp? Is that the bum that lived down there? And now look at you. You're new. Creature. Carrying a white stone. The black stone is gone. The old nature is gone. And now you're new. Oh, Jesus. Hallelujah. That's what this church is doing. For you. Change you. See these young people standing up. They don't want nothing but God. What do you, th what do you think God is doing? What's the next one? Let me hurry. 26, what does it say? Verse 26. And he that overcome it and keep it, verse 26, and keep it my word to the end, 
See that? To him. Ah. To him will I give. Power. As kings and priests over the nations. You don't, you, you don't have to. You don't, and he shall rule them. With a rod. You never get out of the word. This is a rod of iron. This is where you talk from. And as the vessel of the potter. Shall they be broken. To shivers. Even as I receive of my father. Broken to shivers. That just means that. In the church age. What you do in the church age, you'll pay for it in the kingdom. Hmm? You, you think that you can't get away with nothing with God. If you cause trouble in the church, remember when David, the kingdom, and those that caused trouble, he passed it on to Solomon. You can't cause trouble and get away with it. Because you cause trouble in the kingdom, and in the church, it's passed on the kingdom, and God deal with you there. And that's weeping and wailing and gnashing of teeth. Well, I'll do what I want in the church. No, you won't. Because you come right behind is the kingdom, which is judgment. Nobody gets away. You think God got so smart. Oh, I cut up. Look at all what they did in the early church. The murderers. Eh? Those that destroyed the, 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 the people of God. Fed them to lions. Fed them to dogs. You think you're going through anything? And you mean they get away with it? Every Caesar. Every man that ever touched the children of God. They'll be resurrected and judged. And oh that judgment. Second death. God never lose. God never lose nothing. And he says every word. every Even an idle word. You know. You, that's why we got to be careful of idle words. Idle word would be a lie. An idle word is a lie. Did you hear what I said? Yeah. An idle word is a lie. Jealousy is a lie. Opposing the pastor is a lie. You ought not to say amen for that. Yeah. If you didn't say amen because you know. Opposing the word of God. Trying to change the order of the church. Huh? How come you're not saying amen now? Still should be amen. We oppose the pastor. And you talk about the pastor behind his back. You think I don't know? Pastor go away and you slap him behind his back. You team up and group up. Where are the gossipers now? Where are they? The gossipers. But here I'm standing with the word of God. Jack, Jack, gossip. But here I am. How come you didn't dethrone me and put a new pastor in? How come it's me? Because you can't. And it's more powerful. This little church is more powerful than it was before. You feel it tonight. Nobody, nobody can dethrone me till God's finished with me. Because I've got the word of God. 
Oh God, you don't know God protects you. Brother, let's get a new pastor. And brother, would you oppose me? Would you take my place and overturn me? But the word of God will sting you. The word of God will get you. Pastor is the way you gang up on the pastor. No wonder you couldn't stand. This is serious business. You don't tamper with the word of God. We will do this. No you won't do anything. You won't do anything. Because there's an anointing. And there's a spirit. And there's people that love the word of God. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. You need a church for tomorrow. You need a church that will take you to the kingdom. Let me begin to close this down. Verse 28, brother Ed. And I will give them. What? The morning star. What are you going to get? Remember that there's a new day dawning in the kingdom. All right. In the days of Job early, the Lord says, where were you when I, the morning stars sang together at that first creation? Job wasn't there. But God has another creation. It's a new day, the day of the Lord. And he says that if you overcome, I will give you the morning star. Those angels that sung in Job, in Job, now it will be you. You will be the choir. You will be the one that sings. I want to be in that choir. I give them the morning star. Amen? But it's an overcomer. It's an overcomer. Let me tell you something. You need to work for this because... Whether your children want it or not, you better get it. Whether your cousins want it or not, or your relatives want it or not, whether your wife or your husband want it or not, you know there's, there's a lot of people because if if their if their wife or husband don't want it, they leave. They don't they don't follow God. We don't we well, I have got to see what my wife says. You don't have to see what your wife says. You're called to serve the Lord, and Jesus should be first. Well, I've got to ask my husband. You don't have to ask your husband anything. Serve the Lord. Because he's God. When God created you, did he have to ask your mama? Did he ask anybody to make you a man or a woman? To make you, you know, black, white, female, male? Did he have to ask anybody? Did he ask you? What would you like to be? I know the world is going crazy now. You know, sometimes they're born and they don't realize they didn't want to be a girl. Or they didn't want to be a boy. You know what I mean. We live in crazy society. It's not because we're confused. We, we put God away. It's because we put God away. That's why you don't feel the anointing. When you stand on your feet, you don't feel the anointing because God's not first. But when you put the Lord first. When you put Jesus Christ first. Push the devil back. I'm telling you. Greater is he that is in you. My Lord. Nobody can stop the word of God. Come on. 
Wake up. It's time to get back to God. It's time to serve the Lord. You have, you have one life. One life. You, you want to just throw it away? Or you want to run to the king? Hmm? You're not sure if you want to serve God or the devil. My God, you should be. It's not even a question. Your love should be flowing over. I've got the joy. Nothing like serving the Lord. And I will give him the morning star. Isn't that wonderful? I will give him. What? The morning star. Do you know who the morning star is? That's Jesus Christ. He's the bright and morning star. That means he's going to give you himself. And Go to chapter 3, verse 5. The church of Sardis. Is this beautiful? Read. He that overcometh, the same shall be clothed. My Lord, look at you. Huh? White stone, white raiment. He that overcometh, the same shall be clothed in white raiment. And I will not, look at that, I will not blot out his name or her name out of the book of life. That's the Lamb's book of life. There's about four books or maybe five books. In the future we'll get into those. But I will, <laughs> uh, I will confess his name before my father and before the angel. Just imagine now, little old you, down here. Nobody knows you. Nobody cares about you. Look at this little church over here. A small church. Huh? We don't got a lot of stuff. But we can have a lot of God. We don't have a lot of money. But we can have a lot of anointing. We can have the true riches. What do you think the riches is? Hmm? Jesus said, come and buy of me gold tried in fire that you might be rich. Amen. This is the gold, the word. Brother, I, I like to go up. When I go upstairs tonight, I'm going to do some shopping. And I wake up in the morning, I do some shopping. What are you doing? I'm searching for gold. I'm buying up gold. That's what Marina and Tatiana, they're buying up gold. That's why you did Friday night, you're buying up gold. Anybody want to buy some gold? Tonight we are, we are selling. And once you buy it, don't trade it. Oh, you said, I'm, I'm not going to look in the Bible. I'm not going to read it. But well, that's fine. That's fine. You little poor old thing. But as for me and my house, we're going to buy up gold. Try it in fire. God, it's time to buy gold. You don't want to go over there poor and broke. You'll be in the food line. Oh no. Heaven is going to give away everything. That's what you think. That is just what you think. So don't study. Don't read the word of God. How will you get over there? I'm rich. Rich with what? Rich with what? You th- what do you think God is? God, God doesn't. The only thing that God gives you is salvation. And you have to believe by faith. But everything else you got to work. I'm going to be rich in heaven and my mansion. You have to send the material up. 
to make your wedding garment. We, we have it all wrong. You think God running some soup kitchen and a, a house of uh, rape, you know, poverty. No, you've got to love God and work for it. It's got to be a well done, though, good and faithful. So you don't serve God. And you think that, well, well, Jesus Christ coming back and we're saved by grace. But you forget that judgment is coming. There ain't no more grace. It's time for the church to wake up. And God wants to do something in this little church. God wants to wake it up as an example to show that he's God. You don't touch the church. He's God. He that overcometh the same shall be clothed. I like this. With what, with what? I like to dress up. I'd like to get out there dressed up. Not naked. Spiritually. And I will not blot out his name out of the book of life. But I will confess. I like this. Don't you? For God, Jesus Christ to go around confessing to the father and the angels. The devil come in. You remember what he did? With Job? And he said, have you considered my servant Job? Uh, that was confessing and bragging about Job. And he looks on the world and the state that he's in and the way that people are serving God and not serving him. And the Lord Jesus Christ goes in before his father and said, have you ever considered, Lord, I want to tell you something about Joni. And the Lord, the father just sit up and said, go ahead, tell me. I know her. That's what he says. That's what he's saying. He confessed your name. Otherwise, you go before the Lord and you say, oh, 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 the troublemaker. Because of hell in church. <laughs> They're more on the devil's side than they are on God's side. But you want him to have something good to say about you. And then the angel begins to say, hey, and before you know it, every angel wants to come see where you go to church. That's right, true. My God. Hallelujah. You feel like jumping and shouting. I like to, the Lord, I like Jesus Christ to call heaven hardy and, and say, Do you know that little church, Merced? Hi. Yes, we There's two little, uh, what, two little sisters, or three little sisters, or four of them, and a couple of brothers. They really gave the devil a slamming. And they were all over. They were rejoicing. And, and just about that time, heaven was shouting with you, Marina. Today, again. You know that? They were, praise the Lord. Because you're not out there in drugs. And you're not here with your face all funny. You got a funny little face. with full of devil. And you hide a beanie. Because you don't know what to do with yourself. You ought to give yourself to Jesus. You ought to give yourself to the Lord. It's time to serve the Lord. It's time for straight talk. That's what God wants to do. God don't care if you're upset. You think God cares if anybody in this place is upset? Do you think that God's care if you're upset? No. God's word is first. And God's looking for soldiers. Yeah. Or if, if, the, if the military can keep order. What about the church? Oh, it's okay. The military. And they have to. If they say come back. 
and you don't come back certain time, they mark you up. Or if they, if they say, go on up there and take the hill. You can't say, well, oh, there's too many soldier, other soldiers up there. Enemy, you go up there, am I right? And your job, when you say, they say, you got to do it. But in the church, no. We can just disobey and get away with it and do anything we want to do. Because, you see, I'm big and I don't have to listen. I just do what I want to do. It's not true. Somebody deceived you. The church is a judgment seat. And because you haven't heard. You preach the word of God and you find out devils got to go. The reason why a lot of people backslide is because they let the devil take over. But you've got authority to say, get out in the name of Jesus. Get out of my life. But you say the entertain devil. This church is not an entertain, entertainment place for devils. We don't entertain devils. We cast devils out. Am I right, brother? We cast the devil out. Because we want Jesus. Jesus is welcome. But we don't welcome devils. We cast them out. Jesus said, I give you power. But we think the church is just a toy, you know, and the pastor is just a little puppet and a wimpy. You ever seen that cartoon, Wimpy? Was it Wimpy? Pastor, Pastor Wimpy. I'm not Pastor Wimpy. I'm here to preach the devil out of this church. Yeah. And so far, so good. <laughs> so far, so good. Because of the word. I honor the word. It's going to stand here, right here. I'm the pastor of this church. Me. Yes, me. And only me. And I never send for any pastor. I am the pastor. I never appoint a pastor. It's only me. Well, I don't like it. I don't care if you like it or not. I'm the pastor. You know that? Just like I know my name. If you call me John, I'm not going to turn around. Because I know my name. And I know the God that I believe in. Now, uh, is that the last one? Yeah. Read it. Read, read it for me. Verse... Chapter 3, verse 12 says, Okay, Philadelphia says, He that overcome it, will I make, look, notes a pillar in the temple of my God, and he shall go out no more, and I will write upon him the name of my God, and the name of the city of my God, which is New Jerusalem. My God, you talk, listen, I don't believe, I don't believe in tattoos. And all that stuff. No, if you have it, that's fine. You know, I don't care. Well, I'm talking about what I don't believe in. Tattoos. But if somebody's got it, I'm not condemning or But for me, I, I don't believe in it. But this tattoo, I'll take. I'll write upon it my new name. Ha ha. I'll take that tattoo. I said, come on, Jesus, write up the new name. What is it? New Jerusalem. I know. Brag and show it off. You see my muscles there. I, I won't be like I am now. I've got big dripping muscles. And I won't be like. I'll be. Go back to the day of my youth. Boy. I can't wait to get over and go. 
with my tattoo. What is it? New Jerusalem. Which cometh down out of heaven from God. And I will write upon him. I want to see that too. You see New Jerusalem. The, the city drawn. And then right in the center. The new name. His name. My name. Look out Popeye. Get out of the way. It's awesome what's coming. And then. Go to Laodicea. And I have one more for you. After that. Laodicea said this. About two things. Read what it says. 21. To him that overcometh. Will I grant to sit with me. Oh Lord. You don't get that. You just don't get that. Can you imagine. What offer you, Marina, can sit with him in his throne. When he comes to the earth, the throne of David. Oh, you didn't get it. I say you didn't get it. I grant him to sit. Can you imagine? A place of authority. Over just, just for pushing the devil back. Just for not following the devil in this age. Just for not rebellious. I'm not going to follow you. I'm not going to be ready because there's too much offered to me. I have actually can sit not in the throne of England, but in the throne of David with Jesus Christ. My God, that's worth fighting for. And I play with that. And I let somebody entice me. Get on the phone and call me to come over here. Let me gossip with you. Oh my God. I got to have something better than gossiping. I mean, it's all over. You're thirsty. And you're dry. And you haven't eaten the word of God for a long time. You've got to pick your friends. This is serious. I want the new name. And I want to sit down. With him. You see all those things that are offered? And Laodicea, is it? Is that Laodicea? And the last one now says... Sitting in his throne and what else? Even as I also overcame. And sat down. With my father. In his throne. But there's one more. Yes. You're smart. You you folks are too smart. Revelations chapter 21. Look at that. Verse 7. I want to show you. This one is universal. This, this one right here is universal. Revelations 21 and verse 7. Revelations 21 verse 7 says. Notice that. Notice. Bear in your mind. This is universal. He that overcome it. <laughs> Lord. Look at that. You haven't seen that. Shall inherit. It's too much. I can't say it. You, you go ahead and say it. Shall inherit all things. I'm not talking about all things that your mama and papa have. Because they might just have a little bond. But all things that your heavenly father has. Anything you want. Did you get it? All things. What the father have is yours. He that overcometh, what overcome what? The world, the flesh, the devil, overcome the devil, shall 
You see that inherit? Anybody know what inheritance means? When you inherit something, it's yours. Shall inherit all things, and I will be his God, and he shall be my son. Hallelujah. Somebody ought to shout. Did I, did I write that in it? Or who did God made a promise? You think that Jesus is alive? Huh? I said, do you think Jesus is alive? Hmm? And this inheritance, nobody can take it away from you. You mean that you're going to give this up to go back out there? Huh? It's for real. In other words, you can't tell me that Jesus don't mean it. Jesus said, if you overcome, you will inherit all things. And I will be your God, and you will be my son or my daughter. No genders. Oh, God, yes, there's something to... When I read these scriptures and I see the blessing that's coming to you, I want to stay up. Every time I wake up, I want to get my mind on him. I wake up in the morning, I love him. Tell him I love him. Tell him you love him. To me, that overcoming means that when they give you that little joint, that dope, he says, no. When they say, come on over here, leave church, no. Do you believe what the Bible said? Yes. Aren't you tired of serving God? No. What are you doing? You're overcoming. Come on, come back and let's go back to what we, we used to be friends. Not friend anymore. I'm born again. Do you get it? Overcome is just saying no to the wicked. No to evil. And you keep doing it. And he that endure it to the end. You will receive a crown. Of life. That's immortality. Eternal life. That faded not away. This one is fading away. But that one can never fade. So tonight I thank God for this weekend. Aren't you? You, you go there and take off these